it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, here we are again. Welcome to Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. I am so glad that you're joining me this week. As you know, we are on the march to Anaheim, California for the Solar Power International Trade Show. As most of you know, I come from the solar industry, about uh, 20 plus years of selling some uh, solar electricity, but also a few years before that in the regular energy business. So about 30 years of sales and marketing And I bring all that experience together every single week right here to talk a little bit about sales and marketing. And we call it Sales with Sully right here every single week on InspiredNewsRadio.com. So what we have been talking about in the last three weeks has been the preparation and getting ready for Solar Power International. If you're in the solar power industry, then you know that SPI is the largest single trade show here in North America, and it's going to be happening in September, the 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th in Anaheim, California. So we have been talking about Anaheim or bust, the march to Anaheim. That's what we're trying to do right now. So if you remember last week, I hope you tuned in, we talked about the time to take action is now. And the week before that, we talked all about planning and preparation. We are now less than 30 days away. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Here we are. It is right up on top of us for one of our major trade shows. But this can apply no matter what industry that you're in and where you come from. This preparation, planning, taking action, all of these things can apply to you and your industry because I'm sure you probably have a national trade show or some type of large event that you do each year. This can translate right directly into your industry, I'm sure. So as we talked about earlier, two weeks ago, we talked about the planning, getting early on, uh, meeting with your marketing group, make sure that you had all of your uh, parts and pieces put together. You knew what the booth was going to look like, what booth number, all those things. Last week was all about taking action, making sure that your website, you knew your product inside now that you had your website all uh, fine-tuned and was given delivering the message that you want. You worked on your script and you started making your phone calls. Good afternoon and welcome. Uh, this is Scott Sullivan from XYZ Solar Company, and I'm just find, calling to find out if you're going to be attending SPI. Now, remember, what we talked about last last week was that it's all about talking to the attendees, getting the right person on the phone, and making sure that we're pushing this relationship. Now, why are we talking about so much pressure on this particular uh, event or trade show? And that is because there are going to be 25 or 30,000 people all in the same place, and a lot of them are going to qualify for prospects or suspects with whatever it is you're selling or the service or product that you're that you're trying to sell. So with that in mind, that's why we were doing all the preparation and planning and, and we were putting such a pressure on this. Secondly is we also want to make sure that we get a really strong ROI 
to a return on the investment to the marketing team and the CEO and the CFO so that these trade shows are very, very productive. So this week, we're going to talk about the follow through. So last week was take action. This week is follow through. Now, notice I didn't say follow up. I said follow through. This is like your best golf swing, your best swing of a baseball bat. You finish it out the way you need to get it all the way around to a full swing and you follow through. That's what we're going to be talking about today because last week we took action. Now, what did we do? We sent out a bunch of emails, we made some phone calls, we left a whole bunch of voicemails, and we learned how to leave a voicemail so that it was impactful and that you left a cliffhanger so that people could, you know, listen to the message and they go, well, I've got to call him back because i got to know what the answer to that question is, right? So this week we're doing the follow through. We're getting all the way through to the process to the very end. So we've got that same list and we're going to go back over it again. Now, there's going to be several things that we're going to talk about in the follow-through. So, last week we talked about having some type of event or something as a, uh, a catch, something that we were using to draw the attention of the prospect into. One of the things that I like, the, uh, a very popular one that I've used over the years, is a cocktail party at the booth. Not away, not off in some other corner of the city, Nowhere but right at the booth, the last hour or possibly the last two hours of the day. So if you, our particular trade show, let's say is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So pick like Wednesday night and at, and if it's over at six o'clock, maybe start it at four. Hey, come by the booth at, uh, you know, between four and six and have a beer with us. Meet the CEO and the, and the founder of the company and, you know, uh, kind of wind up your day with us, hang out with us, and we're going we're gonna to have this little cocktail party, and we're going to pull everybody together. That's a great way to have a reason to call and have a reason to leave a voicemail and to have a reason to do a follow-up email, but in this case, we're going to call it following through. So last week, we made a bunch of phone calls. There were a whole lot of things that were gleaned from those phone calls. Now we're going to put all of those into our CRM, and we're going to talk about the things that are necessary that need to get done this week. Again, we're in full action mode, but now we're following through. So last week we called, we talked to Joe. Joe wasn't 100% sure who was attending. His schedule wasn't completely set, wasn't sure if he's going or if his boss is going. Okay, so you get the, the gist of that. So this week on the follow through, we're going to send him an email and say, don't forget we've got the cocktail party going on on Wednesday and we'd love to have you attend did you find out who from your company is going? Please pass around this Evite and let us know through RSVP of their email address when they put their name and their email address and phone number into the Evite RSP so that we'll know how much, uh, you know, how many beers we need to buy, how much food we need for the party, you know, some excuse like that. That, then what you're doing is you're gleaning their name, email address, and phone number so that you can follow up with them. So now you have that email that went out along with the Evite. Guess what? You can now pick up the phone and have a follow-through call. Hey, Joe, just wanted to make sure you got our, our email with the Evite on it 
for our cocktail party on Wednesday night. Did you ever figure out your schedule? You know, we got less than a month now. I hope you uh, I hope you figured out whether or not you're going to go. Well, yeah, I think I'm going to go, and I think Sally's going to go. Great. What's Sally's address? I'll send her that Evite, too. Oh, that's okay. I already forwarded it to her. Great. Fantastic. Make sure she RSVPs for me. I would really appreciate it. Now you check off the box that they're going and you immediately go to the next phase, which is, by the way, while you're there, I uh, appreciate you coming to the cocktail party. Is there any chance I can get on your schedule Monday, or Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday for 30 minutes? What does that look like? I really want you to meet uh, our senior engineer, our CTO, our CEO, whoever it happens to be. Use that leverage. I'd like to get you on a 30-minute calendar. How does your Tuesday look about 3 o'clock in the afternoon? Okay, so now you've just firmed up an appointment, and you've got a contact that you know is coming to SPI, and you're ready to go. Now you put that information into the spreadsheet, into the uh, CRM, and now the rest of the marketing team can take over. Here's you know your... Evite, here's your reminder the week before, here's your reminder the day of, whatever systems that you have in place for reminding that person that they have an appointment with you, then they know and you know that that's still going to happen. Because there's nothing worse than, you know, having your CEO or your CTO sitting there waiting for someone and they don't show up. Now, it, it does happen at trade shows. It gets very busy and people get pulled off in a different direction and they forget that, you know, they have a three o'clock appointment with you and they're, you know, and, and plus it depends on where you are on the priority list and how how strong of a value proposition you've made and all those other things. You could have some appointments that, that are no-shows. So you always want to have a couple waiting in the wings that you can, you know, quickly text or call and say, hey, Joe, are you still on the show floor? I just had my calendar open up and I've got a three o'clock available uh, if you want to, you know, swing by if you're down here on the main floor or wherever you are, third floor, wherever your, you know, booth would happen to be. So why all of this? Because the same thing that we were just talked about is you're going to have all of these thousands of suspects and prospects in the same room, in the same area, all at once. My cost of customer acquisition has now dropped. It's plummeted right through the floor. Because instead of having to get on a plane and fly to their location and set up a meeting and have a brown bag and build rapport, I can get through the whole rapport building process in the first 30 minutes and I can glean some contact information. I can make sure that they know me, I know them, and we can start the process. So when we talk about at Sales at Sully, we talk about a lot of times about ranking the sales pipeline and ranking the relationship. In this particular case, I'm going to talk about the relationship on a scale of one to 10. Now I have over the years, I have devised my own, you know, methodology behind this. And let me tell you what that methodology is. I call zero or one the Bill Gates scale. If Bill Gates walked in the room, everybody would know who he is. But chances are he would know no one in that room or very few people. In that particular case, that would be a zero or a one, depending on how you want to start the scale, and we call that the Bill Gates. Then you have all the way up to five, so zero, one, two, three, four, five. Those are various, 
you know, varying degrees of I've exchanged business cards. We've passed each other in the hall. We may have had one meeting where we were not the sole focus of the meeting, but we were both at the same meeting. We maybe have attended the same seminar. We, you know, something has put us together, you know, pretty much tangentially. We're not we're not working together on the same project face to face. We're not spending time together, but we're kind of what I call a glancing blow. We're kind of getting a glancing blow at this person. And those are, again, varying degrees because zero to five is really kind of just, you know, warming up, building some rapport, being able to recognize each other in the hallway. You know, that kind of thing. And if you've ever seen your barista at Starbucks out of context when they're not at Starbucks and they're not in their green apron and they're, you know, somewhere else and you go, wow, you look really familiar, but mm, I just can't place it because they're out of context. That's sort of the zero to five effect right there. You know, you can, you know, you know this person and you know you should have some information about them, but you just can't place it, right? So then from five, six, and seven, those are all what I consider now 50 50 chance that somebody's going to take my phone call out of five. That means I've probably sat in a meeting with you, I've given you a presentation, or you've given me a presentation. I know a little bit about you, I know a little bit about your company, I understand a little bit about, you know, kind of what you do for the company, whether you're an application engineer, technical sales, whether you're business development, you know, like have a little bit. I've exchanged business cards with you at least once. We've spent some time together at a trade show, maybe, you know, at the same meeting where one or both of us were speaking, those kind of things where there's there's now a little higher level. So that's the five, six, and seven kind of range. That, you know, those are... are people that you have in your life that you know, recognize you and know who you are. And when the phone rings, you're probably in their phone. And if they don't take your call, it's not because they don't know who you are. So that's kind of that range. But then starting at seven and then going seven and eight, I consider those to be, you know, real business relationships that I've had time with you outside of the office. We've done things maybe socially together. We've gone to lunch together. Maybe we did a conference where we were out of town away from the office. Uh, you know, those types of things. Those are people that are now at that, at that point where you're 75, 80, 90% sure they'll probably take your call you know, you, they'll your email will be a little higher priority. They'll probably return your email, maybe not immediately, but at least they'll know who you are. And then nine and 10 are at the top of that scale, meaning nine, we know each other really, really well. And we're starting to move into, uh, you know, more of the friend zone out of the colleague zone. And 10 is quite frankly, I've been to your house for dinner. I know your wife. I know your kids. You've been to my house. We've maybe vacationed together. You know, we are families. We're, you know, we're social media friends. Our kids go to the same school. We root for the same team, whatever that happens to be. That's sort of, of, of where we are with that. So, <laughs> get back on track here. Those are the people now that you are building that relationship with by getting them to come to the trade show, sit at your booth, sit with you at another booth to have a meeting face-to-face -to, -face to ask who they are, find out what they're doing in life, to have 30 minutes of face-to-face. -face. Now you're outside of the office. They're probably not looking at the 
at their phone 100% of the time, you have a little bit of their attention, you can move that from the 123 or 0123 all the way up to a 567. Theoretically, in that 30-minute meeting, you could get it high enough to where now they know a little bit about you, you know a little bit about them, and there's a much higher probability that they'll take your phone call or answer your email. That's why this is so important. We just jumped five or six, sometimes seven notches on the relationship scale just by getting that person to sit across the table from us and spend some time at a national trade show. But it took effort. It took effort for them to get there. It took effort for you to get them there. You had to give them something interesting and compelling to reason to come and sit at your booth. You had to have at least a little bit of value proposition. You had to have a product or service that they had at least a little bit of intrigue about knowing a little bit more about it. You had to give them some compelling reason. Now remember, this is not a sales presentation. This is about building rapport and starting the relationship, the warm-up, getting them through that Bill Gates you know, zone up into a prospect or a suspect. It is super important that you realize what your goal is for the trade show. You're not there to close the deal in 90% of the cases. You're not there to even quote pricing. You're there to build a rapport, introduce the service or product so that the customer knows who you are and will take your phone call so that you can then schedule a follow-up meeting for any projects or any products that you have to determined that this customer would probably need from you in the very near future. We're just sorting. Remember, there's 30,000 people there, and they're all going to be walking by the booth. So you're going to have a variety of different people that are going to be sorting. You're going to have scheduled meetings. You're going to have people standing in front of the booth that are just literally sorting through. These are the people that are interested in my in my product or service. These are the people that are just looky-loos. These are people that are only here because they got a free badge and they just wanted to walk around the show and pick up the free ink pens. So those are the sorters. You're sorting through them and making sure that you're gleaning that information and taking the notes. Now, we've had several uh, opportunities in the past with Sales with Sully. We're going to talk about, you know, what to do at the booth and all that. We've done that so many times that I'm going to just skip through that and keep talking about the follow through, the things that we're going to do to follow through with this process. So... We've sorted through the, we, we're sorting, we've sorted through the crowds, we've got our appointments, we are, are building rapport, we're moving the process along, we know what our goal is. The other thing that we want to do on this particular occasion is we want to make sure that in our follow through, we're also connecting with our current existing customers, customers from the most recent purchasers and then going backwards, because this is a perfect opportunity to say, hey, thanks for being a customer. Really appreciate it. Oh, by the way, would you stop by our booth on Thursday at you know three o'clock if you have time? I'd love to get a video testimony from you uh, regarding you know how great of a product or service that we have. Or could you come by and meet our founder? I don't know if you've had a chance to meet our founder. He's going to be there. Or would you like to stop by and see our CTO? I don't know if you've met him. He's going to be there also. 
So those are great opportunities to, to say thanks to a customer. And I would recommend that you get with your marketing department and get a really, really nice gift and some type of uh, little gift bag, maybe a, a really nice, you know, a fountain pen a, or depending on your industry, what you, you know, what your industry is, even as much as, even as, uh, as inexpensive as electronics are getting now, even a tablet or some type of electronic device, something that you can say thank you that are earmarked specifically for those customers who have brought you a lot of revenue in the past year. Then you can also, after you give them a really nice gift, they're a lot more likely to give you a testimonial, both in writing and or in a video, so that you could use it on your website and for some of your marketing. Now, why do I say start with the most recent and work backwards? Obviously, the most recent customer is the person who has the most recent experience. It's the freshest in their mind. As you work backwards through your database of people that have done business with you in the past, you want to make sure that at some point you draw a line and say, these are no longer what I would call active customers. These are now past customers. So you want to treat them as such by saying, hey, we want you back. Please come back. Okay, so you want to bring them back into the fold and you want to do that by inviting them to a conversation into a conversation that says, you know, start with, you know, what did we do? What happened? What did we do or say or cause you to no longer be a customer? How can we make this better? How can we make this relationship back, get it back on track? Did we do something to mess up? Did your business change? Is your business model changed? Are you no longer using our type of product or service? If you are still using our product, our, our type of product or service, why did you choose to not use our product or service? Uh, you know, and then find use this as an opportunity to glean that information. Now, no obligation to come back. I mean, you if we've done something, then obviously we've done something. So. Uh, you know, there's no obligation for that person to come back, but we would really like to have the information. So obviously we can be better. And if you do feel, you know, if you're, if you find yourself in a place where you would like to give us a second chance, please let us know and we'll make absolutely sure, which we should have done in the first place, but we'll make sure that the customer service is back up to par and, or we've addressed that issue or whatever it happens to be once you find out use that as, use this time as a way because you also want to quell that fire in case they're telling other people you know that we dropped the ball so we want to make sure that, that we get that taken care of too so newest back to oldest understanding that at some point in the near future or some point in the distant future they're now going to be called past customers because they're no longer active or no longer in our uh, you know purview they're not on our radar screen right now as as potential customers prospects or suspects okay so we're going to wrap up here today on sales with sully and i wanted to say Thank you very, very much as we march towards uh, Anaheim for September 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th. I am going to be there. Obviously, I would love, love, love to have uh, a direct connection with you. Please let me know. It's not hard to uh, find me on LinkedIn. It's super easy to friend me on uh, Facebook, which we uh, 
would gladly love to have you as my friend on Facebook. And the best possible way to get a hold of me anytime is on Twitter at Sales with Sully, just like it sounds, Sales with Sully. I am there all the time on Twitter. You can leave me a message. You can private message me once we're connected. If there's a subject or a topic you want to talk about on our weekly show, I would appreciate you letting me know because I'd like to make sure I cater my show towards you because you are the ones that make this all possible. If you are in the solar industry and you're going to be at SPI, or if you're just in the Anaheim area in the week of September 24th, 5th, 6th, and 7th, let me know. I would love to buy you a complicated caffeinated beverage. As you all know, that's my my, uh, mantra. So thank you very much for listening to Sales with Sully again this week as we make our way and march our way all the way to Anaheim, California for Solar Power International. Next complicated caffeinated beverage is on me. So until next time, this is Sales with Sully saying keep on selling. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.